What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? That's going to take a lot of compressing. Um, yeah, episode 25, boys. We're at episode 25 of the podcast. We went ice fishing. Sounds like a quarter life crisis. We sucked at it. <laughs> well, yeah. Don't use the word suck when we're talking about ice fishing. Um, we caught a lot I think of fish. It was an adventure, buddy. We caught a lot of fish. Um, it was we a catch and release successful. program. It was. Yeah, but so here's the thing: a lot of people don't like catch and release. They think it's weird. Why? I don't know. What's it's like? What's the it? point of even fishing if you're not going to keep it? It's like why even bother? You're just like uh, tormenting uh, the animal, throwing it back in. An environmentalist. I don't know, but I don't why know. Not? I see the point of putting it back. It's like let it live. I don't know. Let it continue. Definitely. For sure, I can appreciate both sides. Well, yeah, not I appreciate really. both like, sides. There's like a skill involved to catching it. Exactly, it's, it's, still, it's still a sport. You're not hurting. It's practice. Either. It's practice yeah. for uh, survival. Why kill the fish if you don't need to? Especially if it's not worth eating. It's just like a small thing. Throw it back. Uh, we go portaging. Yeah, exactly. So when you go portaging, you want to be ready to catch some fish. Yeah. It's all practice. I think, I think when people fish or they hunt and they eat it, it's good and acceptable. But when they do it to stuff or put on the wall and they don't use the meat, then it's there's no point to it. Yeah. But you yeah. can do all those things. You can eat it. Not with fish. Not with fish. No. That no. I can, but yeah, you can do that. Just with in fish. general. Okay. Large game. All, all I all I want to say is the two fish that we caught, or the three fish that we caught. No one's eating shit off of any of them. <laughs> yeah. Because if there was like a small child there, they'd be starving. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, to feed that, that one child. Okay. How, how can we make ice fishing better in the future? How can we have a better experience? Catch more fish. Us? Be better at fishing. Get a fish finder. Use everybody use proper bait, proper method of hooking up. The minnow, proper hooks, and and we change location. Buying an ATV, good. Having a hard-sided uh, fishing hut. Um, ordering pizza from that ATV. <laughs> yeah, ordering pizza. <laughs> True. Yeah, there was an ATV that was delivering pizza on the ice. That was amazing. Yeah, but I it was good. Me. And Scott convinced you good. he bought a slice. <laughs> yeah, I had, pizza my, I had pizza in my bag, and I pulled out, and I ran a bit. What? That's what actually happened? You piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> you <laughs> didn't know that? <laughs> no, I, I thought just... he actually got a free sample. Yes. Uh, You're so jealous. I knew it. I was like, hey, so Tommy, good, watch yeah. this. Tommy, watch we this. We never talked about we it. After, I was like, actually. hey, free yeah. sample. Free... Yeah. That's because Network got all quiet because he's yeah. jealous. He was like, what? Seriously? He's like, because Network really wanted that pizza. He's like, dude, read the number. Like, how much cash you guys got? To that, to this day, I still thought that guy gave you free pizza. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, I don't think we ever talked about it, actually, now that. Because by the time we got in the car, you were with me, Scott. Yeah, and but Ian I was waiting was for Network, so we I was never waiting for Network to question me about it because I thought I just believed I l- it. I looked at yeah. your eyes and then I yeah. seen you just like showed this like distaste, and I was like, "Oh, he just knows right away that I'm fucking with him." <laughs> no, I had no idea yes. that that nice. wasn't distaste. That was like, "Fuck, I wish I would have went up there and got yes. that <laughs> fucking slice of pizza." Right. Okay, so he was jealous. Okay, I don't know if it was jealousy. <laughs> it was like disappointment. Whatever. It was like fuck. Yeah. 
It's like, well, yeah, where's yeah, my yeah. slice? Early bird gets the worm. Yeah, but I wait till the guy's pulling away, and he's like, and I was like, dude, he gave me a slice, and then you're just watching <laughs> him leave. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, he did it. He did it. But he came back you. around. He was like, "Do you guys want some pizza?" And you were like, I "Already got some." And I was, I was like, like yeah. "I was yeah, like, why the fuck would he ask if you already gave you some for free?" I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know if I, I kind of want to make it better. I don't know how, like obviously all those things you guys said, but I feel like you more fish. That's all that makes it better, man. Anything else is whatever. This was trial and error though. Come on. I feel like we should bring like like cooking stuff. Like we should bring more stuff to cook with or something like, so we can actually have like good lunch or something. I think food's important. Uh, I think, you know what? No, it's comfort. It's comfort, in my opinion. You want to be yeah. comfortable, warm, and then you can go all day. Also, you got to show up at like 5 a.m. Yeah, we got to show up earlier. We were just. That's what I mean. Just find the optimal time to fish for what we want, use the proper shit, and then we'll do it right. That's why we have to optimize our time there. I think you guys should have brought your kite. You didn't bring your kite. Dude, we're not bringing that kite on ice. ice fishing. You don't, you don't if you can fly that on land first, like solid, in the warmth, then we can talk. Dude, and trust me, you want to yeah. try water first. I want to kite surf on ice. a snowboard on the lake, and you Yeah, you can. Me. One, <laughs> that's suicide, man. It's not suicide. I think those two people that you saw out there doing that have probably been doing this for years. Yeah, no, Tom, they probably Tom, just bought it that weekend. Dude, Tommy's kite is huge, man. Tommy's kite is yeah. huge. Mine's, uh, yeah, it's no joke, and, dude. And, like, I was I using I it on flat it. ground, on flat ground in a big field, and uh, it was not even a windy day, and I was so scared, like, being like in the harness. it would take you. Yeah, like, if, if you don't know what you're doing, like, you're gone. And on open water, and especially, like, imagine that wind, like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Game I game. think I would be naturally talented at it, and I'd be able to resist the strong winds. Like, I'd well, keep it at, a like, a sturdy you... level. Are you a good snowboarder? No. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty, just, you two, you two are about the same. You, know? you two are about the same. Network's probably a little bit better. No, I imagine he's, uh, Ian's definitely going to be better at... No, you're uh, pretty good, man. You're a good boarder. Uh, it's been, t- well, it's been a while, and he went a lot this year, so... Have, have you guys ever went with each other? No. no. Oh, okay. Well, I've been with both of you separate. And uh, yeah, yeah, Tom but you gotta remember, you haven't slopes. been snowboarding with me for probably four years, maybe. Oh, yeah, but five, not, six. Yeah, that's, that's the last time I went. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's definitely better than you now because you're rusty as fuck. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yes. For those listening, I am Network. That is a nickname Ian they call me. Is Network. They do not. Because he's know. everywhere. He's uh, <laughs> Spotify. On Apple, it's like, on yeah, YouTube. we we as friends like to call him by a real word, you know. So when Network. people look it up, like, Epion oh, is no. a real word. No, it's not. All no. words are That's made like, up. Oh. I've gone through this. So all words are made up. Yeah, so they're all words are valid. You can just make a noise. That's a word. It's, yeah, but I'm talking about the English language here. Yeah, but what? So you have to be a part of the arbiter of language, like the gatekeepers of like the Webster Dictionary? I don't no, agree because... with this. I don't know. I don't think that's like a... I don't feel like a single company should be the arbiters of what is Dude, an official I to- word I, or not. I totally agree. And that's why there's this thing called slang, which is outside of the registered words in the English language. But your, word, your name is not slang or a normal word. It's on Urban it's... Dictionary. It is 100% slang. 
Yeah, by one guy that posted Could be it. slang. There, Could I saw be. two posts. Um, I saw two posts, and they were pretty cool. I, I saw a couple, but giving I'm a definition. Genuinely, it's it's a nice word. Uh, dude, nice I could go. I could go post a random word and put a random description of on on Urban Dictionary right now. Yeah, because all yeah, words are made yeah, up, and so you can go slang. there and make up all the words you want. I'm and just saying it's not an English word. And yeah, it is. things like Alexa, they don't pick up made-up words. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, this one guy made up this one word and made this one post about it. I'm going to register it. Tell Alexa to, to play the podcast right now, and I bet you it works. It doesn't work, man. His Alexa's not hooked up, so you probably called him there. I think it'll work. I don't I'm not know. even going to do that. It's just going to frustrate me. It <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> it's not plugged in. Let's be real. So, we're at episode 25. Big 2-5, buddy. Happy birthday. So, we have, so, when I first started this, I said 10. We'll do 10. We got the 10. I got the 10. I don't know. We, I, whatever you, you want to say. You did it, buddy. You did it. There was some, obviously, support there, but this was your, you were the driver. And then I said, you know what? Let's do a few more up to 25. I feel like, what do you guys think? Do you keep it going? If we keep it, if we keep it going, I feel like the next step is like you can't do, you can't step it up by doing less. You got to step it up by doing more. So I feel like the next one would be another twenty-five, which would bring the episode total to fifty. This is how he gets you. He tells you that episode twenty-five is the last one. Hey guys, join for my last episode. And then he's like, Hey guys, guess what? I'm gonna pull you back for episode fifty, the real last one. The for real, going to fifty, baby. We're going and then to it's 50. gonna be like episode one fifty. Yeah, don't worry, guys. Yep, come on the show. And then he's gonna be like, "Gotcha, bitch." Two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> In review, do you think it's? Should I keep going? Or no? Uh, it depends. If honest, you're enjoying it. honest. It depends honest. if you're enjoying it or not. That no, I want. I, okay, remove that. Besides that. Well, That's I could super tell you important. That, I could tell you that Tom and I enjoy listening to them. I, I listen to them. Because it's you. And, it's funny. Uh, you like laughing at yeah, me or with me? I think there's progress. Me? No, no. <laughs> I think there's substantial <laughs> growage, dude. You're For growing. For sure. And you got some Lots cool like, guests, guests that weren't like your friends. <clears throat> yeah. Um, which is which is the cool. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah. From it's different like, parts of Canada. You know what I mean? I think, I think my challenge for you is for the next 25 episodes I'd like to get you to get international. And I'm not talking about US. I want to see something, you know what I mean? Okay, get, but uh, language is a barrier. Listen, we know a couple guys from Ireland. Dig deep. Find somebody in Australia. I don't care. Get something. Get then, get, get get us a shark specialist from Australia. A shark specialist from Australia? Yeah. Do something for like Shark Week, whenever that is. It's gotta okay, be I'll try to do that. Right? A shark guy. <laughs> Scott. Marine biologists, they're all over there, dude. Tons of marine biologists, that Australia. I could probably find one. Which is maybe. Definitely. Scott, you got to give yeah. me a challenge like that. Oh, yeah? Is this a random? Okay, let me think. I'll think on it. Or something that at least you'd want to see, not random. Like some like shark specialist from Australia. That's pretty well thought out for being like... Well, um, uh, you wanted... Moment. I mean, whatever. There's There's tons of countries you can go to. There's lots of people. English is everywhere now, man. You'll find mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah, I know. But... It definitely limits it. Like, you don't want to have a frustrating conversation with someone. And if someone, hey, listen, English you can learn a, from all walks of life. So obviously, people if they're may not to enjoy speak, it, listening to a conversation where it's no, hard it's, to follow. 
that's fine. They don't have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy it. And okay, that's it's a challenge true. for you. That's yeah, it. And there if they would listen, be conversations they can skip like your, have, even if Not everybody's going to be interested in every topic you talk about. Yeah. You know, so you can't expect every listener to watch every episode. For sure. But the ones that I do enjoy are the ones that, uh, uh, like your own episodes, when you're telling that story about the guy with all the birds. And oh, stuff. my God. You like those? Those are like, I call those the filler episodes. It's like, I like well, I, like I guess I got to produce that episode. I got like a whole list of episodes I haven't even published. I, I'm gonna. I think maybe one day I will. They're like the lost episodes where I'm just like, these were not good. I cannot put this out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I just see. like, oh man. But like they're like, I don't know. They're, it's like quantity, but it's not quality. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. It's, well, you can always cut and paste, and this is what you put. You call it the lost episode. Next time when people are listening, be like, hey guys, this doesn't count for my top number. This is the lost episode. So you put that out there. That's your little sub. We'll do the lost episodes. Yeah, do the lost episodes. You know, you're getting into the files. and uh, The files, the yeah. deleted scenes. You put it out. You put it out there and people understand, you know what, this might not be my jam. Let's go on to the next one. I've pretty much listened to everything you've put on. And uh, for the for the most part, uh, it was very interesting, some stuff. Uh, See, but here's here's my one issue with the shark specialist from Australia. The um, what is it? The time, like the time difference. Like I'm gonna have to wake up at like 4 a.m. Yeah, to talk one, to day. Listen, one day. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I took a step back. I'll take a step back from it. I, it doesn't have to be a shark specialist. I'm looking at get somebody, get a marine, marine biologist from out of North America. You just want a marine biologist? <laughs> well, yeah, I just simplified it for you. I've what is, up it, the what is he going to talk about? Like, what do you, why a marine biologist? Marine biologist could talk about. You can talk. I don't care what animal you talk about, except for a marine animal. I'd be Give interested in from, uh, killer uh, whales, narwhals, sure, belugas. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Those are like my top three. Dude, octopus, eels. Octopus uh, are crazy. That would be yeah. like that's like number one. Didn't that's think very, about that. I was just uh, thinking of whales for some reason. Yeah, no, no. I'm thinking smaller. Uh, just you know, even even yeah. schools of fish like Australia for that's the example right they're covered over there but you could probably find somebody in the Caribbean islands would you guys do. ever do a trip to Antarctica and it's going to cost like five grand uh I don't know man it's pretty uh cold and desolate there it's not it's not something I do there's not I a mean, whole uh, lot to do. It's not a great vacation. You could go to like Mexico like five times. I'm not seeing times. that as an option, but I mean, and I'm not comparing this really. Like my sister uh, did an Alaskan cruise uh, with my niece when she was probably, I think, four. Did they, were they able to get off? Like, um, like walk yeah, around? Yeah, I or? think they went. Yeah, I think, I'm almost positive uh, they did dock at a point and like go to the like mainland whatever you call it there but she they said they loved it uh and i talked to a few people that went and saw that to see icebergs floating around like that and you know it's got to be a sight for me something that seems probably more interesting on a cruise because i don't think i'd want to stay in those the cruise i think would be it's just more affordable and luxury oh it's still expensive i believe still expensive Uh, but i think you could like I don't know. Maybe you could kind of do more. I think it's more enjoyable. Like you're making, you're still getting the vacation and the adventure aspect of it because I, I, I believe they would have had like an, you know, indoor swimming pool on the, on the ship. Right. And entertainment for like night entertainment, 
you know, all the restaurants, bars, shopping, mall, whatever people like on a ship is still there. It just, you have the, you're still seeing like a freaking iceberg, like what sunk the Titanic. You're seeing that, you know. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it's like hardcore on my bucket list to like just go check that out one day. I wonder. I wonder how the ice fishing is over there. It's like a. You <laughs> <laughs> right? need a long bore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm not even through. You need like. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna drop through. You we're gonna need, need a like, really big frisbee. You need three batteries. Uh, <laughs> at minimum, <laughs> three batteries. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going through. Yeah. Okay, Scott, you still haven't given me your your guest you'd like to see on here um i don't know i think i was thinking somebody that uh specializes in in birds um not even crazy ones like hawks or anything just like domestic birds and uh a bird um, specialist yeah man i don't know i've just been (laughs) i've i've been i've been into like not like bird watching or anything but there's so many unique birds here like really rare ones that you don't really see too often and stuff and i was just wondering about a lot because this is pond right behind my house and i see so many different types of birds and there's so many different sounds every day you know really uh really uh, interesting one of the guys Actually, i had on the be... podcast oh, okay he went he went deep into like bird photography yeah he, he swears he's not like a yes. bird or anything like that yeah. i don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen yeah. this guy that violent light photo dude no. man he's been going ham the guy with the scopes you mean the one we talked like a few episodes back yeah Within dude like that guy's going ham like his something. instagram is insane i think oh, he just yeah. started a website now he's like trying to like sell prints and stuff like that but dude man this guy just like cool. i don't know he's, he's all in he's all in that guy's <laughs> all in i'm glad i interviewed him because maybe here, he's yeah. gonna pursue it further and further you know and obviously, cool. obviously i'm not gonna get into detail about this but i think we all know somebody who uh has worked with eagles before and mm. uh, some hawks. And I was actually going to suggest you speak to that person oh, yeah. and mm. see if they'd be willing to come on this with you. And I know who you're talking about. And I'm thinking now that just and the light bulbs are going off and yes. they live near me. They yes. live near yeah. me. And, yes. and you know what? Uh, one day I'd like to go there and maybe we can talk to him and you and me, we can go together and yes. possibly Scott and we could go see oh, him because yeah. I know he's That'd very awesome. open to sharing his stuff i just don't want to give out yeah. you know his yes name or no yeah keep it permission. on the dl um, but but yes yeah. i i was gonna suggest you speak to him uh really cool dude um and he's very knowledgeable obviously understands how to uh, deal with these animals and exotic animals in general right like i know he's uh helped people raise them or you know yeah train them so mm-hmm. be yeah, cool that's too. Right. It, I think you should definitely get him on here. He would be a, a great episode. Guest. Do you want to do you, you know, storyteller too? Oh yeah. Yes. Amazing. He's amazing. lived a great life. That would be a good one. Sure. Write yeah. that down. Okay. But listen, did you know in Ontario hmm. that there's, I forget what it's called, but it's basically, I think it's called like Hawking. I don't know. It's like, what's it called when like, you know when you go to medieval times, you got that guy that has the fel- oh falconing. It's called falconing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Falconing is like a real thing. It's like a. Of course it is. It's like a practice. It's like a tradition. Yep. And you can get a license for it. You can yep. go out. You get a license, and they say, "Okay, your job." And then they basically tell you, you have to go find like a nest of like a falcon, and you take the bird from the nest, yeah, and you, you raise baby, it as you your own. It. Yeah, you imprint it. And then it becomes like your falcon, and then 
dude it's dude it's unreal like there's a whole like regulation list it's it's unbelievable like yeah, have you, you actually ever, do that. have you ever been to a tfc game no okay so that is mm. something you should do and i mean we could do that too that's not a problem but uh right on top of the stadium they have a falcon's nest and they keep a live falcon up there and it circles around and in europe on the football stadiums there's a falcon basically over every uh football slash soccer state uh stadium and it's like protecting my house this is my house like it's interesting so that's like a tradition do they put it there intentionally or is it like just like a no they built they built a house for them like it's there oh okay yeah like it's right at the top of the grand yeah the highest peak yeah, and we've seen it. Me and uh, yeah. Scott used we to have seasons uh, there seasons. for three years, yeah. and it and was right across from us. You'd see it circling yeah. the stadium, yeah. like it would just do it on its own. That's uh, crazy. Obviously, yeah, they like you're they making took care up. of it. No, man, this yeah, is it's, uh, it's all true. But falconing in general, like you, you're talking about, is so impressive, man. It always it's always crazy that the uh, they can have the falcon fly literally attack things come back right to their arm yeah they can try to do anything apparently you can get one from like a breeder but then you can like actually go out into the wild yeah go look for (laughs) words like nesting and stuff like that acquire it like obviously you have to get yeah like the isn't that what the mongolians did like there's probably tons of when they took an eagle they took like an eagle's egg and it's the same thing they use the eagle to help them hunt prey Like that wow. was like historical. Think about that. Uh, like, you, if yeah. you could train a hawk or like an eagle or something like that to go and like it'll just nab a rabbit real quick, and then there's your lunch. That's oh, a no, huge. No, I think they advantage. were doing it. Huge. They were doing it for bigger prey. With uh, I thought it was the Mongolians. I don't want to be like, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, but that's, they train their uh, hawk to go and attack mountain goats. Yeah, they, it was either. <laughs> yeah, they would knock, get like bigger prey mountains. and stalk them. And oh, stuff. like a yeah. mountain goat. Injure yeah. it. Injure it. Injure it. Well, yeah. birds do that. They attack mountain goats because they're you know on vertical mountains. I think they the have to be like eagles though. They can't. They'll be probably hawks. eat the eggs. No, they, these guys were taking eagles. Yeah. They were taking an eagle's egg. It was like a practice. Yeah. There's something. There's like a yeah. Impressive though. Like birds are so intelligent. Like true. You can train them to do anything. Like a golden eagle. I gotta show you this video of this uh this Russian guy. He trains this little bird. It was like a hawk. Uh, he has so many commands for it. It just sits on his shoulder, and there's like his hat up in the tree. And he's like, hey, like get my hat. And it goes and gets it. Comes back. He's like, oh, go fly to that green post. And it like does it. You know. And he just like gives it these little commands. And he's like, yeah, I'm training them this this bird I've had for six years or something like that. Train them to do this this this. And he's super super smart you know crows in general and any birds with big brains like they're so uh uh trainable did you ever see that youtube video where they had that girl that like befriended like a flock of crows or ravens and they would like bring her like all these little small objects and leave them on the porch and she had like basically like a beginner's like uh like a tackle box full of like all these like small shiny yeah, weird little objects. trinkets yeah dude yeah, that's, she like, collected them yeah, remember I showed you the the video of the bird that brought back all the money into the guy's drawer. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. That's the ultimate bird. Like there it was... only brings back money. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. so look, I just I just took a look at it. It's the Mongolian tribe based in Bayan Olgi have used golden eagles to hunt prey during the bleak winter months for centuries. Golden eagles are like the largest cool. uh, eagle I think that we have going right now. Like bald eagles are technically not even really eagles. Like they're not true eagles. They're more like a they're like a sea eagle. 
Mm. And then uh, Golden Golden Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Golden Eagles are like, dude, they're massive, huge. Like they can actually like grab a mountain, go by like the scruff, and just like somehow generate enough like lift and like pull to like make it fall down the mountain. And then they can just like eat the goat. That's like wow. I don't even just know how much. Drop it to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, yeah. Yeah. They're no eat joke. It. Hey, did I ever tell you I was disc golfing one time? I was at Seton Park, which is right by the Science Center. And yes. there's all of these uh, um, little ducks, like little tiny, um, like geeselings, you know, little tiny ones. Goslings, and, Ryan Goslings. Uh, yeah, little <laughs> tiny goslings. And there's lots of them there. And they're like little yellow. They're really cute. And uh, anyways, we go, we disc golf through. And then I circle back around. And then there's one kind of staying behind its little pack by, I don't know, like 20 feet. And it was like running and whatever. And I go and film it. And as soon as I film it, because I want to just uh, send a video to someone, uh, Hawk or this big ass huge bird swoops down, picks up right in front of me, oh, no. fly, flies oh, up no. high up in the air, oh, and, then no. dro- and then drops it, and then it just goes right down to the concrete, and oh, then it flies no. down and then starts eating it. And I was like, whoa, whoa! <laughs> That's how they killed it. Just picked it up, dropped on the concrete, and he went right away from the grass onto the concrete and dropped it. And I was That's, like, wow. That would be like a mass if you had that all on tape, like massive yeah. on like nature's metal. If you yeah, it was exactly, and and I stopped filming just as the bird came down, and I was with my brother Tyler at the time. He could vouch for it. He's seen it happen. It's crazy. I'm just gonna say a golden eagle, based mm. on my search, is uh, they're they're not as like they're big, like, but I mean you're looking at maybe ten pounds at best. That's heavy it's, for uh, a bird though, because you think about no, it. I agree. Yeah, because you they the size bones. is there because it's all wingspan and everything, right? Like the feathers weigh nothing. You, Their bones are yes. hollow. Yeah, it's like yeah. So they they're huge in size. If you look at pictures of them, they are pretty massive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's no albatross. Also, the, for those people who don't know where Seton Park is, the people who live in small towns, that's downtown Toronto. Just <laughs> let it so that's for not. all our fans that don't live, in I said it's by the Science Center, which um, is in Ontario. Like, yeah, well, there's science centers everywhere. What do you mean it's not Ontario? Isn't it? It's not just Ontario, dude. There's a science center everywhere. Really? Do you think people that anybody there's in There's a science center in Montreal. Okay. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? There's one everywhere. Oh, there is. Yeah. It's right on the water in Montreal. We've been there. Yeah, but then when I would have w- said Centro de Science if I was talking about there. <laughs> I think it's... Yeah, it could be. <laughs> what do you think they call it in uh, in Alberta? Yeah. Uh, shit, this is where we have stuff that we discovered. <laughs> <laughs> they would call it lies and fake news. No, we got kidding. a button on the wall. We flip it. The light bulb goes on. <laughs> it was cool. Um, I remember when I was in like grade four or maybe it was grade six. Mm-hmm. No, maybe grade five. Went to the science center. I had a mullet. I had a full on mullet. I don't know why I wanted Joe long Dirt. hair. Of course so I did. Joe I had a mullet. And they, like a whole classroom was there in front of like the electro ball. And they were like, <laughs> who wants to come up and feel it? And they were like picking people. Dude, I, I stood up and I just started like waving my mullet. Like They're full like, on. Yes, him. Dude, they're like that kid's coming up and he's touching the ball and I was like, fuck yeah! Like, I, dude, I've never been like that was the greatest moment in mullet history. I think when I got to go up there in front of my like a bunch of different schools, my whole Whoa. classroom, I got cool, to touch dude. the electric yeah. ball. I held it. It made my hair go up. Now it's all adding up, dude. You peaked early. I peaked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, How are you ever gonna uh, top that? My my greatest achievement was in like grade four when peak. I had a mullet and I touched yeah. the electric ball at the science center in front of everybody. My hair rose up. 
and then they made me hold hands with like another another kid i think it was like some cute girl or something too because she had long hair yeah, I was like yeah. the only guy with long hair, so they they picked me, and then like Man. then I was like holding her hand, and I was just like yeah yeah, hold there the cute girl's hand, and then her hair like goes up, and I'm just like yeah, your hair's cool because because of me, because <laughs> I'm touching you, because of me, <laughs> it's my the electricity. My, I didn't know my left oh, hand had this man. much power. Yeah yeah yeah, I was I was Let like. I was the envy, bro. I was the envy of everybody because every kid's hand shot up. I want to touch the ball. Like, even yes. the kids with buzz the cuts. They were just like, yo, I want yeah. to touch the fucking yeah. ball. Yeah. And I was just like, nah. You were, like, you were, like, this is why all the years you guys made fun of my mullet. Like, this, here we go. Like, this is my time to shine. That's it. Oh, my God. It Dude, great. you got to... Wow, you gotta save that story for like an interview, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what was one time you really felt you succeeded? Uh, I don't oh, think this is episode t- twenty-five material. Yeah. Let I'm me tell you this time. About I kind of want to bring it back. I want to bring back the mullet. I think. Oh man. You know what? If anybody could pull it off, I think it's you. I don't think anybody would be surprised if they see you with the mullet on. They would just be like. That's saying oh, yep. a lot. No, they'd be like, hey, did he always have a mullet? I think so. <laughs> hey, is that the mullet guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I just haven't seen him for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's him. That's him. Dude, Bieber in the uh, front, Joe Dirt in the back. Uh, Joe Dirt. Yeah. That's just dude. all Joe Dirt, dude. It's, it's, there's no Joe Dirt in front or back. That's all Joe Dirt. Yeah. And that was a wig that he had surgically implanted. I actually watched that movie like a couple weeks ago. I don't know why. Really? It was a lazy day. And I love David Spade. I'll say it. Yeah, and I know you have a podcast, David. So just, hell yeah, dude. I love that movie. I'm going to tag David Spade on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> the podcast of progression. Yes. Yeah. I made a Twitter account the other day for this podcast. I don't know nice. if it's any good. I also I made an account on this other social media app. It's called Minds. M-I-N-D-S. The people that made it were recently on the Joe Rogan podcast. It's a kind of an interesting like um, app. It's like decentralized. You can like earn crypto through it, and you can like spend crypto on it to like boost your posts and stuff like that. And uh, they like don't track your data. I don't think it'll be like very successful or go anywhere because there's so many apps that go out there that like try to compete with Facebook and Twitter. And I don't really think they'll ever contend. Like. Maybe 10 years from now, there'll be something that'll be able to contend. But anyway, I made one on there anyway, because mm. I like the concept of like the crypto thing. Like you get kind of like, I'm not sure if they do this, but like reimbursed like for the data they make off of you. Like, so, so you know, like these like social media apps, like they basically sell you, like they track like your data and then they sell yes. it to companies and they make money off it. So it's like, okay, what if we reimburse mm-hmm. the customer type of thing? Like, We'll give them 1% of like whatever we make off of them, which is going to be minuscule. So the only way you could really do that is in crypto because it would be like point what of a penny that you'd get back. I think that's what they do. I'm not 100%. Probably not. It's But there is like a crypto option. Like you can like accept, you can get like donations on there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I made an account on there. But it, the one thing I like about it that's different than Twitter, you can actually see the number of views like it's like a like an instagram post or like a video on instagram except it's not a video it's just like a post and you can see how many people actually looked at your like just at what your written post was. yeah it's sort of like twitter it's like a it's like a weird version of twitter and it's like it's like oh eight people saw that you posted this tweet it's not a tweet it's like a minds post but it's basically it's it's they made it to look like twitter so it's like it looks like 
a yeah. tweet. And it's like, for the record, I've never, I, I made a Twitter account once and I never, ever. This is the first time I ever made a Twitter so, account. I ne- like, I, I felt like Twitter was only it. for famous people to kind of like get out messaging and marketing. And I felt like mm-hmm. it was ridiculous for like the average bear or normal person yeah. to have a Twitter account. It made like no sense. The normal people seem to just like respond to shit that's trending that's my understanding of it mm, i don't follow much. it at all but yeah like network who's gonna get... follow a normal person or not a normal like a mm. non-famous person or influential person's uh, correct tweet. yeah exactly network did you start your twitter account when Elon Musk declared his stake in it it followed directly after that <laughs> <laughs> you just follow your lord Elon. i was like boycotting then i was like oh lord my Elon. Boy Elon. Oh, yeah yeah they suppressed they suppress speech yeah 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 they're, they're really not for free speech fuck, fuck you know Twitter. what i don't like, actually hey. know if they are or they aren't i watched a couple podcasts i've seen some with like jack dorsey and with mark zuckerberg i've linked them to you guys before and they're actually really interesting. They're they're caught between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> when the issues are kind of like presented towards them, the, the one podcast I'll recommend watching is between Mark Zuckerberg and uh, Lex Friedman. And he sort of like paints the scenario where it's like, like, where do you draw the line? And it's like almost impossible to draw the line because no matter where you decide, you're going to make one like side of the opposition unhappy. Mm. And yeah, definitely. And I had kind of like a hard time like comprehending that or like understanding that when I first started watching it. But then I saw it. I'm like, oh, man, like this guy does have it rough. Like this guy doesn't really know. And there was one part in that interview with like Lex Friedman's like this rushing like American guy. He's really intelligent. He's got like a like a ton of connections, and like all this stuff. Like, and he I, lo- like I love Superman, right? I love listening to his podcast. And then, um, but like when when Friedman like brought this question to him, he was like Zuckerberg. I saw like a point in this interview because there's a video version of it where he, it was like he kind of showed like this like vulnerability where he was like. It's like, what would you do to solve that? Like, he was kind of like, he was genuinely, genuinely curious on like how to deal with this like idea of like censorship versus freedom of speech versus like um, hate. And it was just like, where do you sort of draw the line between violence, inspiring violence, condoning violence, and like all these different ideas? And I was just like, wow, it's, it's, I realized it's not a simple answer. It's it's a complex answer. And the people that are in charge of it actually do have like a very difficult time with it. So I I, I recommend that uh that podcast and mm. listen to it if that Interesting. Yeah, yeah sounds sounds good. Yeah, it's a really contentious uh thing and it's hard to argue one way or the other cuz like you said it's a uh, it's uh it's not one one side or the other, you know. It's it's some something in between. Dude, one <laughs> one thing I've learned is like two things that are like oppositional to each other can both be true and wrong mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. same time. True. And it's like once you realize that and you kind of like you have to um dissolve sort of a bit of your ego and like your ideals and all that stuff. And you have to look at it. You have to really put yourself in the other person's shoes and you have to be like, 
Okay, yeah. There is there's merit to that. There's water in that conversation. And it's these are things that are just like I don't know, I feel like they're beyond my like human understanding. Like it's almost I like I like this quote by Socrates. All I know is that I know nothing. And it's like some things require thought beyond philosophy because a lot of this stuff is sort of philosophical and how you um engage or like interpret the world and i don't know it's i don't know it requires some nuance and you need to sort of be like open-minded and you have to kind of like be caring to like other people's like circumstances even though you've never experienced them so you have to kind of like imagine it in your head true yeah Yeah, i hear you man but the whole concept of someone being open-minded and empathetic trying to see merit in someone else's argument or point is so rare of a trait and no big like corporations or governments or any anybody that matters looks with that point of view they look they have their mandate and they push it forward and twist things <laughs> one way or the other yeah. that's why it's like freedom of speech versus uh censorship you know it's like people will push freedom of speech right to the edges edge of uh of of it being uh lawful and being uh what do you call it? Like ethical, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then it like, gets super philosophical yeah. because you get into like ethics and morality. For and sure. It's like, but it's always been there, what man. is moral and what yeah. is ethical. And then that's yeah. a matter of opinion. It's because... always been there, though. It's freedom of speech. OK, freedom of speech exists. You could say, oh, I'm, I'm going to fucking kill you. It's like uh, right there. Oh, really say that <laughs> you can't. You can't yeah. because that's uttering a death threat. Yeah, that's a, so it's there's, a, a libel. It's an offense. Right. But it's like, OK, don't have the freedom of speech i can say whatever i want <laughs> but you know you yeah, can still goes, draw yeah, the line there it's obvious it's an obvious line so where's the line <sighs> with people tweeting about their opinions on politics and whatever well, you know the, the the weird the the thing that gets involved in it is that it becomes a thing of like um so if the population of like a country all agrees like let's say 100% on like a certain issue or a topic and it's like we believe this is wrong that we believe this is morally and ethically wrong then everyone will be like yes this is universally a moral and ethical wrong then it's not an issue but if you have people that are kind of like well you know what i don't really think it's a moral issue i don't think it's an ethical issue here's my spin on it here's my view on it it it's nuanced and it's complex humans are complex we're not simple creatures there's a wide range of different kinds of experiences and um i don't know just yeah basically just experiences that change the way you perceive the world your brain's like a, a computer a bunch of data goes into it. The things that happen to you, the things that you do, the things that you learn, it's all data in. Once that data is in, 
it sort of determines the data you put out and how you perceive and yeah like man you, you know that i came on this podcast and then i was like fuck yeah we're gonna talk about some ice fishing and uh now i'm listening to the you know philosophy of the the existence of humankind and how they relate to their own environment (laughs) we're going deep we're going deep wow this rabbit hole is like 90 degrees (laughs) yeah i don't know like i often try to find myself to come to like a conclusion on like an issue that's like very hard or difficult Mm. but um sometimes i find myself hard pressed to actually determine what is right and what is wrong on things that are like obviously there's things we know that are right or wrong but there's things that are like nuanced and complex and controversial and i struggle to come to an answer because i whenever i think i have like a strong footing in the argument i always try to put my mind or my mentality or my ego aside and be like okay there's people that are oppositional to this they're probably not evil people like i believe most people want to be good and do good things and feel like you know rewarded for feeling virtuous and that kind of sort of thing so what's their angle and then you think about it and you're like okay like there is a point and then it comes to like this sort of like weird struggle of like does the ends justify the means and then that's sort of what it's what people get caught up in is like this trying to make the ends justify the means. And there's this also like this other dynamic of like the political push of things where it's like, well, if we shoot for the stars, we'll land on the moon. So sometimes people in the opposition of things will see the stars as being too outrageous and they won't know that like, it's just a clear, like uh over dramatic dramatic like over dramatic um appeal to like a certain ideal in hopes that they're realistically looking at landing on the moon as opposed to the stars that they say they're shooting for i don't know i don't know we've got we've gone too deep into philosophy i think no we we're t- supposed to talk about ice fishing so we went listen far. ice is well, let's call it something else let's call it hard water Ice hard is too complex. Fishing. We have to call it hard so water we're going fishing. Back to that. Hard water fishing. <laughs> Let's just... go back to hard water fishing. It's very simple. I have a friend. Her name is Jenna. She's pretty cool. I'm thinking about bringing her on the podcast. She's really well versed in fishing. Um, she knows all the best fishing spots in like central Ontario. She's telling nice me. Yeah, dude, she was telling me there's, like, a place where we could catch, like, alligator gar. Have you guys ever seen alligator gar? Do you know what alligator gar is? No, what's that? No. Tom, you're quick on the the searches. Search alligator gar. It's basically, like, a massive fucking fish. And I honestly, dude, between us three, we would need completely different rods and completely different gear. But I got to ask her again where this spot is to catch the gar. I want to go. I don't care which one of us is. It's probably going to be Scott because for some reason yeah, he's Scott got this like blessing to catch fish. fish he, whisper, dude. dude, if we could reel a gar out of this water, it would be on 
fucking <laughs> it's on Simcoe. I mean, it's a big fish. Like it's but not they're on not Simcoe. All big. There's it's like a weird size. spot, kind of closer to Muskoka, I think. Dude, like on why the way you... to Muskoka. Perfect. Why wouldn't you ask her to to be in the podcast? Talking about fishing like that. Perfect. Well, I, I don't mean, know. You guys yeah, gotta they like have this all over Ontario. Dude. Get a, first of all, I don't know if you guys have the gear for it. You're gonna have a thick ass line. Like these are giant fucking fish. We're talking like they're probably like a small yeah, sturgeon. Big. They're big fish. Like if you just take pictures of them, I mean. But I they know. are ugly. They are not a fish. I think I would eat. I didn't even know we had alligator alligator guard Ontario. I thought they were like a Texas fish. But when she told me about that, I was like, what? The fuck? Like, <laughs> I want to I catch one, dude. Like, you have to use, like, super fucking thick line. I even know one ever of... caught. This is a world record, though. We're talking 327 pounds. What? <laughs> this is in 2011. What? But, like, listen, the majority of them are not dude, that Dude, that's ridiculous. Um, this measured six feet uh, in length and weight over. This is a different one. See, now it's saying 100 pounds. Uh, oh, sorry. This is mature alligator. Even a hundred pound uh, fish. Fuck that. Dude. Alligator guard. However, <laughs> anecdotal reports suggest they may grow up to ten feet and weigh as much as three hundred fifty pounds. But dude, this I'm, one not, was I'm not fishing for a fucking dinosaurs network. Sorry. We're fishing no, for dinosaurs, but Lock and S Monster is going to ask <laughs> no us for three fifty. We ain't going to give it. it. We're going to reel it the but, fuck out. About three fifty. Just. We'll put 350 on the end of the fucking line on the hook, and we'll just see if we can catch the Loch Ness monster. But the average length is 2.5 to 4 feet. Um, weight is dependent. Now this is saying the world record is 50 pounds. But this is this is in 1954. The other one says 2011, 327. That's so, fucked I up. Mean, That's a big weights. fucking gap, bro. No, but I told you in 2011, it's 327 pounds. The other one is in 1954. Was Yeah, I guess they didn't really have pounds. like the fucking line to catch a big one. Of course they did. They what do you, th- how do you think they did Just whale hunting? Yeah, but these are harpoons. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what, you can't put a hook at the end of a fucking like rope? rope? No. You think, you think yeah. it's like Yeah, you fucking can. <laughs> no. This is why the Loch Ness yeah. Monster myths exist, bro. Did you, Loch, Loch Ness monster. is full of fucking sturgeon. No one was catching sturgeon back in the day. They didn't have the fucking equipment. They just didn't know what to fucking name it. They named it Loch... They named it Nessie. Dude, that was just a bunch of drunk guys sitting on the beach thinking they saw something. Do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? No. no. You, you guys crazy? don't believe in the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> of course no. not. It's I'll believe it when lock. I see it. Man, what about the Okopogo? Dude, they drained the lock, and it was it was a blow up decoration from a high school prank at the bottom of the of the lock. That's not true. Yeah, that was, lock it, is massive, man. And that's... it was just it was just a big blown up thing that looked like the Loch Ness monster, and that's what it was the whole time. No. Yeah. No. Dude, it happened. The Loch Ness Monster is probably... They drained like, the lock with one of those foot pumps, I remember. He put the hose in and he was pumping it. The Loch Ness Monster is probably like 30% real. There's like a chance it's like 30% real. Dude, it's 0% real. Dude, Lake Simcoe, Kempenfeld Kelly. It's literally named after like... <laughs> I don't want to say... Tom's girlfriend. It's, it's named after Tom's girlfriend. They call it Tom, Kempenfeld Kelly. 
Kevin Felkelly. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's it's basically a Loch Ness monster. It lives in Lake Simcoe. It's called Kevin Felkelly. You well, can Google it. It's a real fucking thing. Oh my god, my phone is right next to me. I don't want to Google it. Kempen Felkelly. Where's the Google man? Did he go AFK? And then I I think he walked. What's off. up? I stepped away for a second. Listen, some, some somebody said something about a Kelly. Yeah. But yourself. Okay, listen. There's the Ogopogo. That's yeah. like the Vancouver Loch Ness monster. Then there's Kempenfelt Kelly, which I said was named after your girlfriend, and yes. it's in Lake Simcoe. Wow, they got really good pictures of the Ogopogo. <laughs> uh, they got like five-year-olds sitting on top of it and water splashing out of them. I think they come from water parks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they literally they have, have a like a Kempenfelt book. Kelly like monument or like a, a thing where kids can sit on it and bury uh, at Manette's Point. Why would they have that if it's not real? Huh? Wow. I have no idea. Let me tell you. Well, they would have it because there's nothing else to attract tourists to that area. Mm. So by this, yes. It's a purple dragon here, right? A A purple water dragon. Oh, they even have a guy wearing a a plush suit. (laughs) Tourism Berry. Get hey, look, it's Captain Felkelly. Hey, oh, kids, you want to take a picture with Captain Felkelly? It's cool because in the Kempenfell neck Kelly. of Captain Felkelly, there's uh, a mesh where you can see a person's face through it. Oh, wow. He's, yeah, it's Barney definitely, definitely real. Captain Felkelvin. <laughs> okay, so Captain Felkelly Kelly is a fake. Yeah, let's just say it's real. I yeah, think it's probably, real. Or is it just a sturgeon? I think it was just a drunk guy sitting on the beach. Yelling out, holy fuck, I miss you, Kelly. I miss you. And he's from Kempenfeld. Hence the Kempenfeld Kelly. Are we doing a camping trip this year? Yeah, man, I already have three books. I got one booked. Uh, I got the baby on the way, so I don't know about anything past that. But you guys are welcome to come. Mine's booked the end of of May. Something like that. Anyway, we talk May. Elsewhere. Yeah. My thing is like... I but think I like we to, should yeah. do like um, a Loch Ness monster hoax. No, dude, come on! We said what we were gonna do. We're gonna get the speaker on the bicycle and play bear sounds. Yeah, that's the best thing to do, man. Nothing is okay. worse. So for the people listening right now, nobody in Canada has a gun. You're good. Th- this is go back to episode two or three of uh, hmm. Epony Explorers podcast. Did we actually? <laughs> We did. We did talk about this. I pretty, pretty, pretty much think so. But well, let's recap it. Sure. Did we actually? We must have. You're gonna go tell me we didn't talk about this? Yeah, we did. You want we me did. to go through the archives right now? It was episode three. Yeah. We talked about this. You need to have notes about this. You you need to make a spreadsheet or something where you can quickly yeah, just. Yeah, I already listened uh, to two episodes on the fucking American Camel. Thanks. <laughs> hey guys, I'm hey obsessed guys. with camels, man. Camels hey guys, got fucking. Camels are unreal. They got like fangs. They fucking like bite people. Remember that time Tom shared a video of a camel? Yeah. Yeah. And then like someone lost their fucking shit. And the camel built the guy's head. Yeah. And then someone lost their shit on Tom in the chat. Like it was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then that guy moved really far away. Oh, man. I love him. It's good times. He's a good guy though. (laughs) I didn't make the video. I just shared it because knowledge is power. Yeah, information is power. What are you guys drinking right now? Sapporo. I got some cranberry whiskey. You're still. What do you got? You're hammering those back. I'm I've, sipping. 
I banged through two Keiths, and now I'm doing an 8.6. 8.6, baby. It's your world. Ex- Listen, next time you guys come to come to my neck of the woods, we should do uh, a trip to the lakefront. There's a brewery over there. I, cool. I honestly forget the name, but I had their beer like a few years ago, and it was really, really hey. good. Nice. But, yeah, 8.6. I haven't. I don't think I've tried the 8.6. And Sapporo, I know. that's. Uh, if you talk to Scotty, it's Sapporo and Guinness. Mm, yep. And obviously, he likes his, uh, he likes his red label. But, yeah, you know. I like my red See, label. Uh, I know. <laughs> I like my good, PBR. Yeah. It's good. Hey, it's all good. No, not uh, that red label. I don't drink that. No, but, he likes. He ta- we're talking about the scotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Walker not red stripe. Yeah, Johnny Walker red. Johnny Walker's gross, bro. That's all. It's a good. Black label is good. No, I'm yeah, not a fan. Special of black and are. then it's good. blue is nice. Like How many years is black? Oh, that's the second level, right? That's what I mean. It's just get, it gets a little bit smoother. How many years is it, though? Do you know? I don't know. I think it's eight. No, it's no, there's There's special batches. Nothing. It's like five or eight or something. Dude, scotch doesn't even really start to taste good until you hit 12. Uh, oh, black label is 12. Uh, let me double check here. Black label. But I remember drinking like a... I want to say... Yeah, it's a 12-year black. A 20-plus, but... I got it at a bar, so they might have, like, the servers might have, like, done, like, a quick swappity swip, like, with the bottle mm-hmm. and filled it with, like, cheap, like, yeah, booze. Maybe. But, like, I remember having it and being, like, this is Johnny Walker, like, 20-something. Like, I paid 60 bucks for, like, a double. Well, and, yeah. dude, I think it, it was there when you were there. Yeah, when you, you ordered it that. was with you. And yeah. it was just, like... Yeah. This is garbage. Like it was garbage day. I like ever. Ever since then, I'm like Johnny Walker. Is you know, terrible. listen. If I was a bar owner and my bottle was running out and I had something that looked close or similar enough, and I'm selling it at half the price, hell yeah, hell yeah, I would. Yeah. Don't come to my restaurant for whiskey. <laughs> that is for whiskey. Everything else, the food would be phenomenal because I love cooking. When was the last time you guys had a cigar? Oh, I think I'm over them, buddy. I, I'm I'm not into them anymore at all. Cigar. Remember last, that year I bought a bunch. I'm over yeah. it. Yeah. New Year's. You? Last New Year's. Not even. Yeah. No wait. Not last New Year's. So, a couple months ago this was New Year's. A year before that, that's when I had my cigar. The New Year's before that one. So a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I haven't had one on in a long time too. But I was just thinking about the cigar box you got me. For those listening, when my dog passed away, the network got me a cigar box that said, in memory right. of Karma, he was a good boy. Beautiful. And uh, I put a few cigars in there, and the network gave me a cigar too, and I just I would smoke them. I just never, never really into them either. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. you know what? I think if I was to have one, it would have to be, I'd like to have it sitting with a bunch of people at the same time that are having one. Of course, that's why. I can't enjoy it by myself. Yeah. By myself, <laughs> yeah. There's a problem real quick. They're addictive. No, I don't think so. No, I, I don't agree. I like, I mean, they can be, I guess, but I mean, like, it stinks, dude. It hurts your, it hurts your lungs. It hurts your, no, yeah, you I don't, don't inhale them. You don't. No, not your lungs, I'm sure. But I, I mean, you're like still smock depleting them, right? your oxygen a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. It's just not for me. Dude, so. no, you just hold it in your mouth. It's like yes. the ultimate. So it's like, it feels like it's healthier because it's like, well, it's just rolled tobacco. There's not no lung cancer, just as much chemicals. Cancer. It's not going actually into my lungs. I'm just inhaling it. Or not right. inhaling it. I'm just putting it in my mouth and blowing it out. Dude, I remember, like, 
I would smoke a cigar only on special special occasions. It would just be like my birthday, New Year's. But then like I started looking for like other opportunities. Like after I went to Cuba and brought back like some Cohibas and Romeo Julietas, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. I was like, oh, today's a really nice day and I have it off and I'm driving down on like the country road. That's a that's a cigar worthy thing. Like and then I caught myself like driving into work on a nice day and I was like you were Man, smoking a cigar. In this your car. requires a cigar. Oh my like, God. and then I was just like, I have to stop. I was like, I have to stop. It's yeah. cold Turk on the cigars. Yeah. But um, no. I had my moment. I had a year. I think it was pretty good. I bought a bunch of cigars. And, I think you got to uh, keep uh, it to like it. um, not, uh, you got to keep it to celebrate celebratory stuff. First, sure. got to be yeah, like a couple times, maybe once a year at best, even. Yeah, once be honest, so a year. When your kid yeah, is like born, a good Tom. camping trip would be ideal. Yeah. Your kid yeah, is born you're out the whole time. Yeah, that's yeah. A, a moment, I guess. But exactly. that is a hundred percent a moment. Yeah, but it's it got to be a moment. Who who are you going to do that with? I'm not going to sit there by myself and have one. Dude, I will I smoke one even if that. you're not around. I'll be like, Tommy just had a. Fucking... I appreciate that. Yeah. No, but you know what I mean. Like, I'd prefer to have that and share that moment with. I'll share it on what's so Let's. No. Come on. <laughs> like if we're camping and me. you're outside the whole time, that's a good moment or a good barbecue or something. I see. I see that being a great moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, there was, yeah, yeah. Stage their own, right? Everybody's got a vice, right? It's it's all right. I'm I don't condi- you know I'm not against it or whatever, right? Yeah. One thing I didn't understand is why Scott's dog was named Karma. It was a boy. So yeah. I thought the double entendre or the joke was like dog Karma is a, dog, is a dude. bitch and they call female dogs a bitch. Do you yeah. see it? So I always thought it was female for the longest time. Hippie thinks it's a, he's a female because of his name, but not mainly because of that, because even kids think that, because karma is inherently like a female's name because it ends with an A. But on, on the Ruski, on the Canadian, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on yeah Hoshoi, in Poland it is, you know that. So. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think that's really... I don't think a lot of people share that information or not. That's very, very common knowledge for Europe in general. Yeah, but I'm talking like here in Canada. I think Dude, I remember. Yeah, but still, still thing. Like picture, like oh, um, like whenever you make a girl's name and like make fun of his name, you just add an A. Oh, net networka. Oh, now it's a girl. You're literally know. an operator in Rainbow Six, Iana. Yeah, which is Polish operator. Yeah. But it's There's, my name with an A on the end. With a, your name's with a Y. Oh, Iana, you mean? Yeah. Sorry, I thought you said Y. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Actually, I don't. Is that the Polish one? I don't even know. Good point. Dude, I don't know, man. Like dogs are like our best friends, and like I remember, like the first, like this was the first time we all went camping together, but we made it like a a dog day. We brought all the dogs. Yeah, man, that was so great. I love those pictures. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It was really it's fucking cool. sad yeah. to think about, bro. Like, I know the three doggies. One's no longer with us. Like, mm-hmm. listen, dude, these animals have a better life than any of us. Yeah, man, Karma had a really good life. I, t- I think about him all the time still. Yeah, Kotz and I were talking about him for today time. for like for like an hour, just talking about how smart he was. Because I was talking about the dog network wanted to get, and I and I right. told and I was like, hey, and I told network Australian Shepherd, and then I have a picture of him on my shelf here. And we're just talking about, you know, how smart he was, all the things he did. Yeah, you used to do that like, what was that? The fucking click with your 
cheek. Yeah, because we walked by the dog park today, and this guy's, like, yelling at his dog. It's like, Gimlet, or whatever the fuck. Ah, like, Reggie, like, come here. And everybody's, like, yelling. And then I was like, fuck, anytime, like, as a dog park or with Karma, I do the click, and he fucking sprints to me, both of my dogs can you do. Can you do the click right now? Yeah. Yeah. But it's really loud. Scott yeah. used to do that, and this dog would just, like, respond. And it wasn't, Dude, that's, like... Yeah. Is is good, man. A, a camping story. One of my favorite stories was the next trip I did after that one with you guys. I went with just Katya and Karma, and uh, I went to go clean some dishes. So I walked to the pump, and I was walking back, and then this guy had a Australian Shepherd there on a leash. I was like, "Hey, like I like your Australian Shepherd." And he's like, "Oh, thanks, man. He's a he's a black try." And I was like, "Oh, I have a red Merle, uh, uh, sorry, red try." And he was talking to me. And I was like, "Oh, let me get him," and I did the click. And then I just like, wait, and he sprints around the corner. He's like five like lots down. He runs down to me and comes to me. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, he just ran to you like that? And I'm like, yep. As soon as he hears that, he's gone. And then, I went back to, <laughs> and then I went back to the campsite with him. And then I was like, what happened? And then Katya was like, oh, he's just sitting there, like lying in the dirt, looking down the road, waiting for you, waiting for you. And then, I don't know, he heard something. He just took off and it scared me. But then I seen that he was with you because she like walked to the road in the scene. And then, and then the guy was like so surprised that, my dog came running from so far when I did that noise. He's like so impressed. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was yeah. impressive. It definitely yeah. was. I remember hearing that and seeing you do it. I was like, damn, that's a trained dog. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about getting another one soon or what? Yeah, I will. In the future when I get a house and stuff, I got other things going on first, but uh, I will get a dog again for sure. Cut and I talk about it all the time. We both love dogs. Yeah, once you're more subtle. For sure, for sure. spot. Yeah, yeah. Same breed? I'm definitely going to get an Australian Shepherd again, man. They're too uh, perfect. Both of them I had were just, like, amazing. I just have zero complaints about them. They're so smart. They're so, like, um, energetic, attentive. Like, Can you please really, really name cool. it Ed? Ed, why? <laughs> why Ed? Just name it Ed. Eddie. Eddie? Yeah. Why? Once you name your dog Eddie, I might. Why? Because that's what Tom wants to name his kid. No, it's no, not. He's not gonna name his kid Ed. Done a long time ago, dude. <laughs> he's gonna, if it wasn't for his cat, he'd be. But if you ever have a secret, his... don't tell Ian one. He's a fucking Titanic, buddy. <laughs> Full, of <holes. laughs> Full of holes. It's not. That was a horrible secret. Hey, Tom. So you do friend. admit you couldn't keep a secret. Well, that was a secret. Well, the point don't when you're told not to say anything and you say it, that's mm-hmm. kind of breach of yeah secret. network. You leak Dude. sometimes network. Yeah, it's true. Mr. Titanic, <laughs> or the, the Epion Explorer SS. <laughs> yeah. Hey Tommy, Tommy. Hey Tommy. If yeah. if Kelly's cat's wasn't named Stanley, would you name your kid Stanley? No, that's just a middle name deal, but I do like it. Because that's a family name of yours. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's not. I don't find. Oh, I'd hate to be the kid named that. Yeah. Like first name this generation? No. It's cool, man. It's cool in the 90s. No. I think in Poland, like that name, I think might still be popular. I could be wrong, but like it sounds better in Polish. Stanisław. Stanisław, yeah. You know what I mean? I like that. Like it sounds harder. In English, all I think of is the movie holes. Oh, yeah. For you listeners out there, it might not be what you're thinking. I've read that book. So Google it. I did too. I love that book. Before, before it was a movie. Me too, man. Me too. Way before. Stanley Yelnuts. Yeah. 
I think it was like a book you were in Stanley like and that the was good. Where it is Yelnas? Yeah. Anyway, five, six. It's five or six. Dude, the book made that sound way more epic than the movie was. It was a Disney movie. It was a money grab. They dug holes. Yeah, whatever. I don't even care about the movie. Yes. <laughs> I remember enjoying the book more the than more. the movie. Of course, dude. It's like that with everything. When I watched Ender's Game, like the movie, I was like, oh my god. Like, I just feel like one of those people that's like, oh, the book is so much better. But like, I feel like I, I'm, I'm disappointed I watched the movie because if I read the book again, it'll just be like thinking about that. You'll remember that movie. You'll, <laughs> yeah, you'll that's the problem. What they did, yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever read Harry Potter? No, I never did. I never I read it either, and I like grew up when like that was like the thing you should be reading. Yeah, you were the right age for that for sure. I mean, so sure. was I anyway. But you really were. Um, someone was telling me the other day that like in the books, there's a lot more references to like Merlin or like that. This whole a, like school uh, I read, I read, is I supposed to be like. Descendants of Merlin, or like not descendants, but like maybe even who was the guy that like ran this Dumbledore was like supposed to be like Merlin Dumbledore, maybe I don't know. Man, and I don't, then I don't like, know about that. I don't think I don't so, know, to I be honest. I can't talk to you about Harry Potter, lore. but I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I can't, Someone was, I can't but answer this stuff. It's, I felt like in the movies they never touched on the Merlin stuff, and then when someone told me in the books they like referenced Merlin in them, I was like, oh, that kind of gives like a lot more like. Like lore, you know, speaking like speaking of movies, it. why did we open up with uh, you know, was that right? Scary movie. Like, we bro. didn't really talk about that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we didn't. We didn't at all. Just started with that, and people are like, "The hell is that?" Yeah. Anybody under uh, the age know, of thirty, people just like, what? who are listening, you know. I imagine, yeah. Uh, yeah. Scary movie. Was that? It was a, um, <laughs> it a was timeless a, uh, classic. It was. Uh, Wait, I'm pretty sure it was 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 cinema. it not? Uh, it was the comedy though, right? Did it did, was in the comedy? It wasn't did in scary like, movie. Carry that from something else, or did no, they but I mean, make it, that themselves? It, it came from scary movie, not Scream, is what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. 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 So obviously they mimic. They took parts from the movie Scream. Dude, scary movie, everything is from a movie, an actual horror movie. No, it's I know. Horrible. No, but Network we, said, did they parody it from something? Of course they did. That's oh, what sorry, the whole yes, point yes. of a scary movie is, yeah. Yes. Yeah, but did I they, think he was did, thinking something else even in general. No, I think that's like, what he was thinking. In another movie. movie. Yes, in Scream, they call the phone of the girl. and, and like, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, and what he's all creepy. And, and yes. he says, like... So I, know what just I know what you're making, yeah. popcorn, that kind of shit, I know what you did last summer. Yeah. And then in a scary movie, he calls. He's just like, "What's up?" <laughs> yeah, he's just like, "Hey, what's up? Nothing. What's yeah. up with you? What's then, up? No, what's yeah. up?" But like, did the whole idea call. of like screaming "What's up?" into a phone yes. originate from that movie, or was that sort of like? No, that's, that definitely originated. Movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was a serious. Like, that was the joke. The parody yeah. was from Scream. Because because you expect it to be all creepy, and then in that funny movie. 
it's he's, it's sort of it's yeah, sort of with this mask up. and he's he's smoking yeah. a bong and his tongue is out his mask is different he's like yes. <laughs> but was that yeah. like yeah, a culture like a pop culture no nothing no, no they created it they made it. it pop culture yeah that was ground zero if, yeah. that was ground zero like it wasn't yeah. like okay like no let's incorporate no. this scary phone convo from like scream and let's incorporate this like stupid no. thing from like no they just know, took this other... phone convo and made it funny that's all <laughs> i don't know Ian. where else do you think it's from I don't know. Maybe there was like some TV show at the time where like guys were like WhatsApp. We're calling it uh, Ground Zero. Yeah. Well, you think now, you know, maybe. uh, Is that where WhatsApp got the name from? Maybe WhatsApp will make a fucking uh, commercial and steal it. (laughs) WhatsApp. 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 That's a good name. (laughs) Is that what they got it from? They're like, yo. Maybe. Instead of what's up. I think they got it from app because you're telling people what's happening and it's an application on your phone. Okay, I'm just putting that out there. So you don't think anyone yelled WhatsApp before Scary Movie? No. No, I definitely don't think so. I feel like that. I'm sure people said, hey, what's up? But not that way. Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't can't think of anything else. And I think we would know. know. at this point yep all right anyway. when are we call it when are we calling it buddy <laughs> i think we're calling it now i'm gonna call it i think this That's is full the circle end. right there full circle this is full circle this is how old good, <laughs> good stories end they, they now end you know where, where whatsapp came from <laughs> yeah well, yeah 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 it, it, it tied it into a neat knot tommy you really fucking brought her really in tied there. it off you tied it off you shut us down <laughs> until 26 <laughs> what yep I don't know what that means. Episode 26. Episode 26. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. Is this my show? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Next week on uh, Epion Explorer, um, Tom's going to be with us again. And, next week? Uh, my special guest is going to be uh, Ian. And we're going to talk about whatever the fuck you want no i'm not gonna be your guest next week. okay listen you gotta to put on a better though. voice than what the one you just did right now put on like a promotional voice and sell it well you gotta tell me what you're doing next week or next episode next episode we i'm should bringing give on an australian shark specialist marine no we should give up like a solo solo thing uh scott hmm. what are we gonna put him on we should put him on a solo task tell him to dig deep yeah, true. I just like it when he's. I want to hear a story, man. Tell us a story about something funny that happened, and I want details. See, the the hard part about doing a story is that you got to find a good story and sort of play off of it. Yeah, like the guy with the fucking budgie birds. Like no one's going to get upset for you making fun of a guy with that many budgie birds. It's yeah, hard to find a story like that. That was an article that you just elaborated on. I yeah. mean, a per, I mean a personal story. You want a yeah. personal story? Doesn't it have to be like? I don't mean private. I just mean personal, like it happened to you. One D- time, D- I kicked a lawnmower. My foot went under it. Well, Cut I like you were one of say my toes. You kicked a llama. Holy shit! That's good. Oh. I don't know, think about doing? it. Maybe we'll anyway. shoot you a message on WhatsApp once we figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Tommy, do the send off. I want you to close the fucking podcast.
All right, guys, this was episode. No, put on your voice. Put on a good voice. Put on a good voice. Try it again. What's a good voice? Take two. Do with Bane. Do with Bane. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I could do Bane. Citizens of Epion Explorer, (laughs) this episode is over. (laughs) You will be back for episode 26 when Ian will bring to you information you have never heard of (laughs) before. That is goodbye for now. uh, That's all, folks.